Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks kick out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man that loves not a regular-sized Halloween, not a short one. But a long one. How are you today, Frank? Uh, this is the longest Halloween I've had in a long time, so I'm doing great. Good, good. How do you celebrate a long Halloween? Uh, like everyone else does, by killing one person every holiday for a year. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave. Okay. Um, okay, but it's Labor Day. You can't, you can't, you can't leave. What do you, what do you, what do you give me? Like... What what is the symbol of Labor Day? Uh, a hamburger, the famous Labor Day cake, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Labor Day cake, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, yes. What what is uh, you burn your work clothes? Like I don't know what the symbol of Labor Day actually is. Sure, a lemonade. Sure, here how about I give you this beer? Beer's good. Your yeah, beer? We'll yeah, do, we'll I'll work. do a beer. Yeah. yeah, can you actually read me the label? What am I yeah. drinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is uh, a an Oscar Blues Cano Bliss. IPA. They're tropical IPA. That's great. That's yeah. what you're drinking, though. Yeah, I well, asked what is. I was drinking, oh. which is a Stella of some kind. You were drinking yeah. a, but, uh, it's solstice, a solstice. It's in a glass. So I don't it's, it's in a chalice. Yeah, it's in the Stella it's, chalice. It's in a Stella chalice. Please have some respect for the chalice. It is a Stella Artois solstice lager in the requisite chalice. Um, Yes, it's better. delicious. It's it's quite good, right? I, yeah, and it's it's not at, it's a little um, it's a like a little fuller and a little smoother. Yes, but also a little bit more carbonated than a regular Stella. It's so it's cool, but I gotta say it's really gold, very, very golden in color. It's yeah, so golden yeah. in color, and it's like entrancing almost. Yes. It's like really pretty. Yeah. Hey, speaking of entrancing, I, I apologize to anyone listening who can hear my cat screaming up a storm outside the door he really wants to come in he really wants to come i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna let him in because oh okay yeah by all means welcome brewstifer Bruce. welcome yes uh so you can all feel the feline presence of my cat bruce who yes is named after bruce wayne which is appropriate given today's topic it Hi, is hold on you tell me about today's topic as i pick up bruce you, you should pick up yes bruce loves it when tim picks him up uh yeah we were talking about the new dc animated version of batman the long halloween the classic uh series by jeff Loeb and tim sale uh first published oh gosh i don't i don't know when the the early mid 2000s but um this oh has, gosh no the 90s was it the 90s yeah oh yeah this this has been early 2000s was hush 
Yes, that was Hush. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That that's what I was thinking of. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Long Halloween's been around for quite some time now. No, this is so. Get this. So we're in our thirties. So Long Halloween has been around as long. So when we were kids and our parents were like, "Oh, well, in the sixties, mm-hmm. now that's, that's how the, long. That's the nineties. That's how long yeah. it's been around now. That's mm. I hate that. Yeah. But I love. I mean, I've always loved this book. In fact, you gave me this this copy. I did that. I'm holding in my hands. I, mean, I did. Um, in fact, there's a note, there's a gift note in it. To start your education of Batman, happy birthday. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so and I, fun. And I guess I use it as a bookmark, that's and it's so, still in the book. That's so fun. So uh, yeah, I discovered that today as I was leafing through it. But uh, yeah, you gave this to me probably like 10 years ago or so. But um, I've, I've loved this book uh, ever since the first time I read it. Just absolutely like devoured it Um and uh, and have loved it. So when they announced that they were coming out with an animated version of it, I was excited because typically they they treat these stories well. You know, I I've, I feel like they have a good batting average with these. So I, I generally enjoy them. So what did you think? I the the book or the movie? The movie. Oh, OK, great. Um, so, so it's in two parts. Yep. Yep. They did. They well. So I think they were um, movies that they want to be like, OK, we're going to be really, we want to be really faithful. They, they try really hard do. to do this. Some like they go like, so like their version of Hush, they were like, we're not going to be so faithful. We're going to take the broad strokes sure. and just, and, and do, and do the mystery. And then you have um, Batman year one or the Dark Knight Returns, especially, which was also in two parts. Also two-parter. And they were like, here it is. Yeah. You wanted it. Here it is. And that's what they did with the long Halloween. Pretty much. And I thought it was really, really strong. I think part two is stronger than part one. I agree. Like part one, I was like, that was good. I mean, it was the story that I knew, which makes it, which is good. Yes. Um, But I didn't think that the, st- I thought it was slow. And I don't know if that's, that's because I know the story so well. So I know where it's going or it's because animation when animation is just people talking there's not a lot happening for your eye to pick up the way that it picks up human people or picks up live action like there's something like your eye catches more things but it's really just a stagnant image that you're looking at and maybe the camera's panning maybe someone's mouth is moving but it's not as not it's not as visually engaging no it's it's not as visually engaged and so like whereas i thought the plot was good the like it was all good i was like yeah, all right. That's fine. You didn't, you weren't doing a lot for me, but sure. there was enough movement, I think, in the second one. And I'm like, I think people have been listening to this long enough to know I am not like, you got to have explosions kind of person. No, no, no. By any stretch. Our favorite superhero things are just when people talk to one right. another. Totally. And that's what a lot of long Halloween is. And I and it's good. It's but sometimes that's um when the movement when the movement is there in animation, it's like sometimes the talking can't. Yeah, for engage. animation, you kind of need to have some movement. Yeah, for, and I, yeah. this new animation style is that they're that they pumped out so far with Superman: Man of Tomorrow and the JSA movie. Like it's um, it's it's different. It's not. Yeah. It's it's a little. I don't want to say cheaper, but it's because there's not there's not as many cells to. Yes. To, it's not moving at twenty four. It might be moving at twenty four frames a second, but it's like still sometimes it, it is a bit more so it is more like anime style in the sense of like there is a um i guess i'm about to describe all animation there's like a, a, a plate in the background and then there's the overlay of the characters but there is sort of they're more, more sparing in the in the movement when they don't need to be right when Correct. it's not an action scene or something yeah um yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah i get that yeah so that aside 
I thought it was one really one of their stronger outings in yeah. quite some time. Yeah. Like they really put their hearts into into this movie, and you can tell. And I thought that they did the mystery justice because part of the fun of the long Halloween, the book is that it's actually ambiguous. Like, yes, who was the actual killer? Was it Alberto Falcone? Was it one of the dents? Was it this? Was it this? And the movie, like, I, I guess one of the writers, Tim Sheridan has gotten a lot of tweets and he's like, Oh, you interpret people have been like, Oh, you interpreted the book correctly. Uh, and he was like, oh, that's so interesting because there's a few different ways to read the, yeah. the end of the book. There are multiple interpretations. Yeah. And that's the fun of it huh. is that you sit at the end, you still really don't know who Holiday was. It's because there was all of them. Right. Somebody started it and then it just it was a copycat thing and more people took over it. Yeah, but that it was really it was I thought it was well done. What did you think? I agree. I thought it was very well done. Um, and I agree that part one wasn't as interesting as part two. Although when I got to the end of part one, and I, I watched them back to back in one day. Okay. Um, so, and whereas you watched them as they were released, right? Yeah, so, I watched them day of release each one. Yeah, I, I waited and I, I watched them back to back, like one long Halloween. three hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so I, I felt... Uh, I felt that part one was a little it dragged a little bit, but I'll tell you what, at the end of part one, they did a really good job of like teeing up part two mm-hmm. to um, to where I was sort of like, oh, I see what they were. They knew where, where they needed to end, where they needed to land part one. Yep. And it was a very strong ending of part one. Like it was a very strong ending that made you like that month or so in between the two releases must have been really hard to like to, to wait for. I mean, yep. Even though you knew. Yeah, I mean, I think if I didn't know the ending, it yeah. probably would have been harder to wait for. But, like, the movie tees up, like, a, what would be a, or the story does, a fairly obvious suspect. Yeah, And then you're like, oh, no. Shoot. Mm-hmm. That's not right. Yeah, but that's yeah. the fun of the story. It's like, well, it probably was. Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't. But then it wasn't. But then it was. But then it was. Right. Yeah. Then that's real good. But I, what I like about Long Halloween is that it's not just, like, a good mystery, which, again, um, we've spoken about this on the podcast a few times before. Like, comic books are their own genre, but also subgenre of something is what makes a good comic book yes. or comic book movie. And so, like, here's your noir murder mystery along with your Batman mythos. Yes. And part of the long Halloween mythos is the replacement of organized crime with super crime. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that you're seeing that transition play out and how it's welcome in out of desperation mm-hmm. and how and how poorly that goes because whenever you do anything out of desperation it generally goes poorly yeah unintended consequences mm-hmm. happen yeah right? that's right if you're so intent on getting rid of the organized crime you're not even realizing that you're ushering in an era of super villains um and it, it's it is that interesting so, and, and it's the, you know, it's the origin story of of Two-Face at the same time. It's an origin story for Two-Face. Correct. Um, at the same time. And it's... It really is the origin story, you know, and I, like, because it, it takes the, you know, was a DA um, attacked yeah. on, tri- attacked during the trial. Like, you know, there's the Dark Knight the version, beats you know, yeah. and, but I, but the, that is the, that this is the accepted story, Long Halloween is, is and forever canon. Yeah. Yeah. Even when the new 52 rolled around 10 years ago. Who? Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Even when the new 52 rolled around 10 years ago, Long Halloween was one of the stories where like Long Halloween happened. That stands. That stands. Because it's that strong of a story. Yeah. Because in a lot of ways, it's a simple story. 
Yeah. And it's yeah. just a really strong character piece. Um, let's talk about the cast. Yes. So, yeah. So yes. we'll start with Jensen Eccles. It, there's always a new Batman rolling around yes. in town. Supernatural and Smallville fame. Yes. Right. Yes. I was weary when I heard he was cast. I thought he did a stellar job. He was excellent. He's a huge Batman fan yes. on his own. Yes, he is. Um, and when they apparently when they asked him to be Batman, he was like, "I don't even care what it is. Yeah. I'll do it." <laughs> like you know, but do you want to hit? I'll do it. Yeah. Like yeah. so, he knows the character. He sounds like a young version of the character, which I he like. Does, yeah. You know, he's not. He's not. I've been doing this for twenty five years. Sure. You know, like grizzled man without a name, Clint Eastwood. You know, style Batman. It's like. I've still got a bit of optimism in me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Strong. Very strong. Strong. Bruce Wayne and Batman. I I like that we've we're moving a little out. I thought he was very intentionally not like, I'm Batman. Yeah. 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 I, I actually liked that. Yeah. Where that. I'm like, oh, you have a regular human voice. Yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because the mask does a lot of the work for you. Correct. Yeah, correct. And I mean, think about when Kevin Conroy first took the role, like he was, that was kind of more what he was, he was doing more of like, okay, you're the human voice. It's a, it's a deeper voice. Yeah. It was but a human like, voice, but it was a human voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's really what they've all done. I mean, well, Adam West on count. He used to the same exact. Voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, but that's a different style, different, you know, different genre. Um, but, um, but you know, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, like they just kind of just slightly tweaked what, their regular voice sounds like right. George Clooney uses regular uses voice. Regular voice. You know, it's until Christian Bale came along that of we, we got this like I have like glass in my throat right. thing. Yeah, the Batman voice. Yeah, and I just like oh, I just do not care for that yeah. at all. Um, but I'm glad that we're moving past it. And I mean, like other pieces of animation have moved past it previously. Yes. You know, like it's this is not the first, but I'm glad that in the even the next iteration. We're not sticking to that. Yeah. Right. You know, and I just thought he did a stellar job. Like I was really, really impressed with his performance. I, I totally agree. I thought I thought he was I thought he was fantastic. Um, I thought he was fantastic. I thought I mean, really, this whole cast was stacked. Like they they, they always do great casting for these films, but mm-hmm. I thought this one was particularly well yeah. well cast. Yeah, Josh Duhamel as um as Two Face yeah. as Harvey Dent, I also thought was strong. Actually, his voice, he went gravel for Two Face. He did. And I really appreciated that, you know, because he was a different person. Right. And uh I that was that was strong too. I it, I mean, these guys look like the people they're playing, yes. which is also wild. Yes, that's you, true. You yeah. know, like you could just live action the crap out of this cast and I mean, no, well, I mean like Rest in peace, Naira. Naira that yes, that yeah. I just so tragic to listen. I know. Every time she spoke, I was like, oh, I know. So so sad. I know. And then at the end of part one, it says like in loving memory, Naira Rivera. And I was just like, Oh, that's right. You know, like Yep. Just Yeah. Yeah. She was again another perfectly cast yeah. another perfectly cast character. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. You know yeah. what I actually thought was it, it not within the main cast was really strong was um Layla uh Layla hold on, I gotta look at it. Um Layla Burzens okay. played Sophia Falcone. Oh yeah. I thought she was she like was great. in the book I'm like, yeah, Sophia Falcone, she's like at this angry and all but in this movie I was like, oh my God, like I really feel for this woman. Like they, good performance. I don't know if it was the dialogue they gave her, if it was more uh 
concise uh mm-hmm. and to, to the point but like i felt like i got her character way more yep um it, and it probably was more concise and more to sort of summarize down of like what the essence of her character is yep versus what's in the book but um i just felt like i got her character for the first time and like cared about her character really for the first time yeah well what i really it there's a lot of time focused on the falcons mm-hmm. it's the falcons or the falconies Depends uh, who you ask, actually. Yeah, I notice different different uh, characters I, I pronouncing even, it. I don't even remember how they say it in this version. It was both. It's oh, they depends on the actor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, so the Falcones, um, Maltesians. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the what I really liked about this film is that they spent a lot of time with that family, yes. and they didn't feel like stuff was happening around them like they the, they were really centralized and so instead of this like it's a father-son movie you know like it's like mm-hmm. you already have alberto who doesn't really belong as part of the family right. inside of the crime family but then like you have sophia who like absolutely does yeah. but her father doesn't give her the time of day so then you have this tragic triangle thing going on and alberto dies and sophia's like more primed to be there mm-hmm. you know and then like happy father's day papa and like that yeah. that stuff was i thought the some of the best in the movie that was great stuff mm-hmm. that was really really great stuff yeah that little triad between the three of them was mm-hmm. really interesting um where it was, it was Bosch did a great job too. The, okay, yes, yeah. there you go. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yes, he was great. Um, yeah, just fa- fantastic, fantastic. Like the dynamics between the characters, the the casting, um, and the the way that they, the pacing of the story. Honestly, I thought uh, served to to make it very entertaining because, like, it is a. I don't. I don't. What, this was probably what a twelve issue maxi series. It's, just yeah, it's, it's the year. So, so it is the full yeah. year. So, like to to yeah. boil that down to three hours. That was actually just the regular Batman book. I think like that was just was it you, just in the Batman you, title? You, yeah, when you just bought Batman, I think this is. I think that's what you got. I'm not positive about that. Could be wrong. It, it's um, it's a lot to put in. It's a lot to put in in three hours. Um. So the fact that they they did it as well as they did is honestly very, um, very impressive. Yeah, I think they skirted they they skipped over the right stuff too. Like you know, because once the holiday killings really get rolling, like there are bits where like, okay, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Okay, here's the next killing, and you know, because we're they're really focused on the dynamics of of the the characters. You know, how is the Roman responding to these things? What is Bruce doing about these things? How is Billy Burke's Commissioner Gordon or uh, Captain Gordon so good in this so movie? So good. He, he out of the three of them, I actually thought he might be the strongest of the like out of the Batman Harvey Dent um uh and Gordon. Gordon triangle I was like his performance was like that's Gordon to a T that yeah um, yeah and uh but I thought that see nuance in animation is so hard because like you, you're really relying on the animation team to do the other work that your voice can't do right and I thought they really did Gordon justice um agreed and uh but um, but the but the movie's really focused on this, like, the, what is their relationship, the three of them? Yes, and it's actually something that the Dark Knight picked up on, right? You know, because a lot of the Dark Knight is based on the Long Halloween, the Harvey yes. Dent stuff, and you know, like, we're trying to get the mob, blah blah blah. Here's the, you know, and and um, but I, I think it's a, the original recipe, Long Halloween, 
this is what it's about. What does justice look like from three different angles? Yeah. You know, by the book, like off the book, but on the book and completely off the book. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and like where, like in what's fair and how does it work and who, like who gets left in the dust and like, yeah. So like when you wrap around to the end and you have, so now it's Two-Face and Gordon and Batman and like, it's great because now Two-Face is like, you know, it's like two sides of the law and Batman. And now you're like against the law, ambiguous to the law and the law. And it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's really thematically, it's really good writing. It really, really, truly isn't to have the two different like trios you know, of the the Falcons and of of Batman, Gordon and Dent. Yes, exactly. You have the two of them um, yep. trying to take each other down. And then you have chaos agents just thrown in there. Yes. You know, like you got your Catwoman chaos agent. You got the Joker and Poison Ivy and, and Solomon Grundy. And, like, and I just think that they all serve their really strong focus. Troy Baker is back as the Joker. Mm-hmm. He was the, he's been the Joker a couple times. I think his first outing was for um, Arkham Origins, the video game. And he does his, I think he does his best Mark Hamill. I, I totally agree. Yep, which is, which is fine. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really make it his own. He no, He's like, but, but, but also that take on the Joker is so strong. It's, it's really yeah. hard to listen to anything else. It's so beloved mm-hmm. at this point. He, uh, Mark Hamill has been the voice of the Joker to an entire generation. So, like, um, why not? You know, but yeah, that's not? right. Um, the same way that, that maybe not for as long, but like the Christian Bale Batman voice thing was, was sort of a, Yep, a trend for a little bit. Yeah, it, it sort of it makes sense. Um, yeah, I just let's talk about the the actual like design, like the Art Deco design throughout. I think the film. I, I think it was really strong in this film because uh, I, I out of the because it's all in the same style. It was said earlier, the Man of Tomorrow and the Justice Society, and I thought it worked okay for Man of Tomorrow. I thought it was great for Justice Society, you know, and, and but I think the Art Deco plus the bold lines, like, is it great combination for Batman? So good. The bold lines, yeah. Like, there were, like, like every character really had, like, these very, like, bold, strong mm-hmm. outlines. Yep. Um, it looked beautiful. It wasn't quite uh, Tim Sale's, like, art style. No, not even close, really, at no. all. But-, but then again, you couldn't really animate that and have it look... Not really realistic, you know. Like, no, I think you probably. I mean, it's a cartoony style, so I think that you you probably could animate it. But at the same time, it's not designed to flow. It's right. designed to be stagnant. Yes, and those things don't always That's, go well together. You know, because his is more of like an impressionistic style. Almost, correct. You know. Yes. Which which can work for animation. It can, but, but it's it, it's a harder sell. It's also probably hard to sit with for long periods of time. True, uh, and I think that people mistakenly think that just because it's on a page means it can also be on a screen. Yeah, it doesn't really work that way. So they just completely instead of trying to do, um, uh, you know, like what they did for. Um, Dark Knight Returns or or uh, really or the you know or like our um, New Frontier mm-hmm. you know where they try to copy the art yeah, style yeah. but the ones that they do try to copy lend themselves to animation more Darwin Cook's 
That's an animated. That's an animation yes. style. The man has a background. The man had rest in peace. Had a background in animation. That's right. And so that works. Yes, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Tim Sale doesn't so really much. work the same way. No, no. So I'm I'm glad they didn't try and fail at like copying his style. They they took it in a different direction and it worked. It was a beautiful art style that they did use, and I was just really loving the like. They really had fun with the Gotham. As a film noir, yeah, art it, deco, it, it looks thing. great. You know, beautiful. Be, you know, between I think, I mean, the people making the stuff now grew up with the Tim um, Bruce Tim show, yes. and you know the 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 Batman animated series, which was complete art deco style, and and so we're now cycling back to the very thing yeah. that people that like people loved and so like okay we're back like, it, it did have a bit of a Bruce Tim not not a total Bruce Tim look to it no but some subtle inf- influences here definitely and there. some subtle influences there were some broad shoulders here and there you know what i mean like that's right yeah <laughs> not even in the figures i'm thinking more in the backgrounds in the back, yeah. and but you know but that's that's great. That's yeah. okay because that really works for Batman. Totally. Um, you know, but it's it's a noir film, so there's there's lots of low key lighting and shadow, like shadows across people's faces and bars for blinds and yeah, like yeah. all like that's that's great. Lean into that stuff. And I think when that when the action happened, it it picks up its pace. Yes. The animation works for how fast it moves and it's never um you know, cuz sometimes really detailed animation um like because everything is so detailed you're not allowed to it like it your budget dictates how much you can animate sure and so when there's a little less detail things move a little bit more flu uh, like um a little bit more of fluid like yes um uh so i i thought it was all i thought it was all strong yes yeah Uh, yeah again one of their stronger one of their stronger outings absolutely one of their stronger outings i had forgotten how many batman villains we get to see in this story like mm-hmm. it's pretty much the whole rose gallery like like a huge chunk of the rose gallery it's pretty much all the classics all the classics yeah yeah except um, for even they even cut some because like the riddler is in this one not in this way he's in he's the not book. in the movie but he's in the book he's in the book yeah okay but uh yeah so some are even some are even completely left in the dust yeah right and there's just no time there just simply wasn't yeah yeah there just wasn't yeah, even but, the penguin shows up, but doesn't do. No, I mean, he, he was. Say it was kind of weird that he was even there. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're like, "Where'd you come from?" Yeah. Um. But but I love that how, how much because I forgot as I was going through, I was like, "Oh, poison ivy's in this too!" Like, and oh man, like I just forgot how much. And that's why I loved the story to begin with, is because of how it weaves in all these different things from throughout mm-hmm. the characters' mythos. Yep. Um. In this like. I don't know. It's like they weave a new f- fabric out of the same threads. Yeah. Um, just fantastic. fantastic. The, the, the story is a fantastic Batman story. It's it's for me, it's sort of like the. It's sort of like the all star Superman of, of Batman, and I know that there is an all star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder, but it's never finished. Though. It doesn't count. Uh, it doesn't count. Um, it, it, this is to me sort of that same thing where it's like you want one Batman story, like the sort of the perfect Batman story. Read this one. That's true. It's quintessential. It is like it, it has all the elements that make Batman Batman. Here's here's the Gothic Noir. Here's the mystery. Here's the Rogues Gallery. Here's the mob. Here's the street crime, but also the super crime. Here's really smart versus you know really deadly. 
here's a love thing, here's police work versus vigilantism. It it carries all of the major themes. It's a perfect hodgepodge, a bat hodgepodge. Mm -hmm. A bat podge. A bat podge, yes, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's just, I I think it's a very strong story to adapt, and I think that it's, they did a great, they did did it justice. They did it justice. Obviously, read the book if you haven't, but like, Watch the watch the film. It's it's excellent. Agreed. Speaking of justice, did you stick around for the tag at the end of the credits in the second movie? No. Oh, look at you. You didn't stick around. I almost I, texted you tell me. to tell you. So not tons happened, but okay. did you watch Man of Tomorrow or the Justice Society movie? I did not. Oh, all right. Well, here we are. Um, yeah. So at the uh, the Man of Superman Man of Tomorrow has Martian Manhunter in it. Okay. As well. Okay. Spoilers. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. Um. The Justice Society movie is um, is the Flash, go, modern day Flash, yeah, going backwards um, to the Justice Society, uh-huh. like oh we're meeting for the first time, blah blah blah. The beginning of the movie, he's teaming up with Superman for the first time to fight Brainiac, I think. Cool. So that's fun, right? So that's real fun. Um, and then and so they're like, oh hey, at, we should like hang out more sometimes, you know, like one of those. And at the end of this movie, um, the doorbell to Wayne Manor rings, uh, the door opens, and the Flash and Green Arrow are standing there. Oh, nice. Um, wanting to talk to Mr. Bruce Wayne. Nice. Yeah, so it's cool. So it's like, it's seed planting Justice League. Okay, yeah. Like, you know, what's the next one they're making? I don't know what the next one they're making um, in this universe is, because okay. the next movie to come out is Injustice. Oh, right, right. I didn't um, know about that. Yeah. yeah. Justin Hartley Superman, yeah. Yeah, Justin Hartley Superman. Kevin Pollock is the Joker, which yeah. I thought was actually a really weird casting choice until I watched the behind the scenes, and he sounds amazing. He, that man can do anything. I love Kevin Pollock. That man can do anything. Kevin Pollock for John Adams. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I saw your tweet about yeah. that. That is so Not good. Not my idea, but great. Like, so good. Like, amazing casting. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Would be. Oh, I would so watch that movie. Yep, me too. Um, Any final thoughts? Um, I hope that they... I hope that they also do Dark Victory, which I don't think is as strong as a, of a story. Um, I, I don't remember liking it in anywhere near as much. It's nowhere near as good, but I I like it enough that I would like to see some of these these cast members return the style, yeah, return fair. the introduction of Robin. That stuff I I like, and so I would like to see more of that. And I would I really would like to see. I really want to see where they're going mm. with. Um, with this universe, with, right. with the Justice League and everything. That's a very, that feels, just you describing that, feels very much like end of Iron Man 1. Yeah, it's exactly, it's like, very much like that. Yeah. Avengers Initiative. Yeah. Um, the the only other thing, did you watch the Blue Beetle short? Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I, I, it was fun. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was one of their best in a long time. Nice. Yeah, I just, I just. Reminded me of being a kid, but it also made fun of the exact like Super yeah, Friends, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Adventures of Batman, whatever. Like the it made fun of that. I love that every so often his colors would be reversed yes. because that's what like, that would happen. Yes. Yeah, stuff like that was just so it was all the Charlton characters, right. and I I just thought it was really, really, really fun. A and very fun like nostalgia trip type. type it was, but also full of commentary yes. and love and. I, yeah, it, it was. I found that more intriguing than just like here's this 15 minute adventure sure. of this rando character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is fun that we kind of get a a uh, a backstory, right? Like like the backstory, yep. like like at the end of it. 
um, at the back of a book. Yeah, it, it is fun. It, it's it, it's really clear how much like love there is for these characters in these yeah in these um, animated pieces. Like there is just an abundance of love for the stories, for the characters, for for the creators. Like um, everybody working on this stuff at the high levels grew up with these things or, or at least has a very, very deep seated love for them. And so mm-hmm. it, re- it really comes across in that short and in, in the main film. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I love it. So I guess just to wrap up where people can find us question mark. Yeah. Um, you could go to any podcast app, uh, which presumably you have done. If you're listening to us right now, if you, if you haven't already subscribed or, or followed, as they're now saying in Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, overcast, uh, any podcast app. If you haven't already followed us or, or subscribed, please do that. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything and, and does help send the signal that this show is worth listening to and other folks will be able to find it more easily and search that way. Um, if you if you want to do something that does cost a little bit because you like us that much, you can go to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio and, uh, and make a, uh, a donation of a dollar or two or three or however much you feel is appropriate and help us keep making these shows and pay for all the costs involved in, in doing that. You can email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com, tweet at us at beerwithgeeks. Uh, you can find all of our, our other podcasts and, and podcasts by many of our friends over at thoughtbubbleaudio.com, the network that we run. Um, and you can uh, leave us ratings and reviews on uh, especially Apple Podcasts, but really any podcast app that has uh, the ability to leave a star rating um, or, or a short written review is is really, really appreciated. So, yeah, I, I, that's what I would say. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Right on. Frank, great to talk to you. Always. And until next time, cheers. cheers.